0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm weaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources on social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Halftime Mike podcast and thrilled to be diving in deeper today to follow up on our last podcast episode where we were talking about website call to actions and uh, all this flows within the digital marketing funnel uh, which basically is kind of my concept on how social media lead generation can occur. That's what I wrote the book about, Game Plan for Social Media Lead Generation and, uh, again, the, the six components of the funnel, at the top of the funnel, you start with attraction. You've got to attract the right audience, right? And uh, then, you know, as a part of that with social media, you can engage that audience. Um, and why do you need to do this is because most people are not ready to buy your product right away. They, they need, on average, the studies have shown... Um, that takes about seven points of contact with your business before somebody is ready to purchase from you. So then um, you need to engage them. Those are points of contact. And then you need to talk about the lead capture. Within the lead capture is lead nurture then before you can actually get to a sales offer and evaluate your your ROI on that piece. So what we're talking about today is the, that lead nurture piece. Okay. So we want to talk about... Um, Email open rates because that's in that email lead nurture piece, and I got behind me on the video screen here just a, my rough drawing of uh, you know email opens. This matters. Uh, how can you improve that? Because you know ultimately in social media lead generation, I'm saying that a lot of the buying actually takes place. Um, from email okay from an email offer but they've they need to have gotten their questions answered and trust developed over the course of time and part of that seriously is through email before that can happen and so we need to be taking a look at the opening of emails okay it's not just a matter of um, if I set up the email nurture campaign uh, this will work there are tactics and so that's what we want to dive into today improving your email Open rates. Okay, how do you do that? How to improve your email open rate in your email lead nurture campaigns? Now, just to throw in a stat back at you, according to EMarketer, this is um, a stat that was rolled out in early 2017. Almost 237 million Americans will use email. Okay, and you know um, that's a significant portion of our population. People are still reading email. Okay, and uh, we can reach them there if we can get them into that funnel. You know, again. The basics of that overview where great content on your website. You share that socially. Um, people respond to that. They, they click through. They come back to your website. You have a lead capture opportunity, soft call to action that intrigues them. They sign up uh, to get that offer and to join your list. Then they're in your email nurture campaign. How do we get them to open those emails? All right. So number one, the first point that matters beyond belief is the subject line alright we are scanners nowadays we, we, we are scanning um, blog posts when somebody comes to a blog they're looking at the title they're looking at uh, subtitle lines uh, they're looking at images they're scanning to, and before they're making it, to make a decision whether they're actually going to read this or not and, and uh, a vast majority don't read it start to finish they will do some sort of scanning and, um, the same is true of email and in your inbox. I mean, how is your email typically organized? If you, you know, you're using Gmail, things like that. I mean, you see the subject line, that's what you see. There's there, you have rows of emails and you see subject lines and you're making determinations many times on what, if you're going to read that based on the subject line. So a enticing subject line is important. And, um, you know, you want to stay away from screaming at people with lots of um, uh, capital letters. Okay, don't do that. And you want to stay away from you know salesy language. Buy now, da da da. But uh, the more you can try to personalize it, and uh, and a lot of email marketing services now allow you to begin to to put in those kind of details where. Uh, it can it can do a a macro where it's you know it's pulling in the first name and the subject line that you want type thing so it kind of personalizes that uh, but giving them something short and sweet you don't want to go over too many words uh, I know Mailchimp kind of even highlights it for you that there's going to be a, a character word limit that people could see on the screen you know so can you keep it it's kind of like a subject line on a blog post how can you um, Invite them in, and uh, you know words like uh, discover, da 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 da, um, are more helpful than learn or see or read. Okay, we we all get those kind of things, uh, but if you can bite size it down, you know just discover four keys for X in this one, that type of thing to invite them in, uh, is is a great way to do it. And uh, so so think of personalization think of short and sweet and, um, think of, um, you know, giving them enough information right then that they know what to expect on the inside of it. So your subject line is critical. That's the first point they see. You may need to spend as much, if not even more time on a subject line as you do with the entire content in the email. And, um, there are services out there that, that you can use if you search online, and I'll try to have one in the notes here, for generating um, blog titles. And I think you can use those same ones for generating email titles. Okay, That's just a little trip, tick, tip there for you. Um, the second thing in improving your email open rate is to pay attention to the sending time. You, you do need to evaluate and try to find that sweet spot of uh, the perfect send time for when your audience is most likely to uh, open it, okay, greater open rates. Now, email marketer services have agreed that uh, midweek is generally the most successful for B2B, like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, However, for B2C, your delivery window can widen, and it can include those plus Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all right, so it's a bigger window Consistently, Monday has been down, so don't be sending them typically on Monday unless you try to want to go counter culture and hope that nobody else is. So, you're trying to, you have to test and evaluate these things. Um, I typically like to send in morning, so it's kind of the first thing that they see in their inbox either the 7 o'clock in the local time zone or the 8 o'clock in the local time zone. And um, another window is right around lunchtime uh, when people are going to be, you know, easing back into. Uh, they're going to take a break and so they might scan email or they're coming back from lunch and they're going to check their email all right so you want to to get in something might be a, a, a 1 p.m type piece there so you want to take a look at send times <clears throat> and you know if you're trying to to market towards a specific event or something like that i mean you, you're going to have to do you know back it up and and give people enough time a runway to be aware of that event so you know a couple weeks back a couple days before the event, and a final reminder is all going to be helpful in that. But take a look at the send time. Is it um, Tuesday at 7 a.m.? Is it Wednesday at uh, 8 a.m.? Is it uh, Tuesday at 1 p.m.? Experiment with that a little bit and and evaluate those things. The perfect send time impacts open rates. You want people to see your emails at a time when they're dealing with their email, that they're going to spend some time on it. Third thing is uh, pretty much you know um, common sense you need valuable content okay but the key within this I think where the the mistake is is that people generally say too much again remember people are skimmers so now they're in the email they're skimming so you need to have some subtitles and not too much content in there they're not gonna read 600 700 words in an email in my opinion they're going to uh, glance at things and so if you can if you wanna highlight a couple things, three things, then you can have a a title and a couple lines with that, another title, couple lines you know one to two sentences of description called action button to go over to that resource okay, so um make sure that uh you take a look at providing valuable content in a synopsis format that can you don't have to put it all there it's not the full post this this would go off to you know your blog post on your website. It's another way to get you know content back to your website. There, so I want to recommend that to you. Valuable content and segment the content. All right, segment. This is uh, a key that you think through why why they signed up. What was what was the lead capture offer and provide relevant information for them. So this is a little bit more advanced tool that you're trying to watch who is. Opening what and giving them content based on what they've opened or based on the list that they signed up for. So it's specific. You want to talk to them. So that's not just generic content, um, but you're more specifically trying to hone it in to something that's relevant for that audience. All right. So segmenting your email list, delivering more specific content to that segment is... um, Is you know what is that my third fourth point here Um, I went through the subject line uh, the perfect send time I went through third was valuable email content and fourth was segmenting and um, fifth is making sure it is mobile friendly more and more people uh, let's see what are statistics here I think I got one 64% so is are reading emails via their smartphone okay Alright, so well over half, um, heading towards, well that's what, that's two-thirds, heading towards three-quarters are reading emails on their smartphone, so you want to be using a service that is friendly. And displays it in a mobile-friendly way. Okay, it's, it's, it's not all content is It's just like websites. If you don't have a mobile-responsive website, you're missing out. It's same thing for your email service. Uh, if people have to pinch and zoom, they are not taking the time. many times, they, they're they're you can lose people, a percentage of people, just because it looks bad, formatted bad. So um, prepare for mobile readers. Use a service that uh, allows you. Because I know, like Mailchimp, for instance, gives you that mobile preview. You want to take a look at it. They're 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 showing it differently on devices you can see how that's going to look pay attention to that and give them a a view that is helpful for them and particularly just just make sure it's it's mobile friendly make sure it's mobile friendly uh, your email marketing service i know that uh you know there's been many that aren't and and they look uh, crappy uh mm-hmm. and you don't read crappy stuff when you when you when you're skimming when you're in a hurry Uh, we're we're battling that uh, time factor of a lot of email so we need to get in the inbox so again, this is some of the nuances of what's important to help you get the best ROI for your funnel social media lead generation my whole digital marketing plan um, that I talk about com slash book and um, that's available you can can download that at uh, Amazon Uh, but it's all about Tweaking those pieces, giving the extra attention to those little details, which makes the big difference in the end. you can 't just say if we build it, they will come like an email nurture campaign. You need to be taking a look at the times of when you have those going out and evaluating open rates and, and segmented content so these are the keys that uh, I wanted to go over today to to help you in that mid funnel you 've captured them. Now, how do you ensure that they are most likely to open that email, which is what you're trying to do to build trust with them? Again, it takes that seven points of contact. If they found us on social media, came to the website, got a lead capture opportunity, got a list, now they're on our email nurture list, we want them to be opening those you know, points five, six, and seven so that we can get to the point where they have enough trust built and uh, they're, they're ready to go forward it and make that decision to purchase. So that's it for today, how to improve your email open rates and to improve your digital marketing funnel. All right, so stop and think now. What uh, are your campaigns looking like? What do you need to go and take a look at first? Is it um, your most recent subject lines? Is it the ones you're getting ready to send? Is it the send time? Do you need to go back and check your stats on that? Uh, how you doing with valuable content? Are you overwhelming them with too much? Are you using you know those subtitles like an H uh, two title in there to separate your content? And not having six seven but you know three points to go to, and um, is it mobile friendly? What what are those points do you need to check out? So go do that today, and uh, that should help improve your email nurture campaigns, and particularly those email open rates. All right, another tip for you there. So Go do it. This is Mike, Halftime Mike Podcast, over and out. Alrighty, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half change the outcome of the game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at mikeimage.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event visit mikeinrich.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy, adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.